0: Welcome to The Phonetic. My name is Jake Fisher. I'm a writer at Sports Illustrated. And today's episode will be the audiobook version of my story on SI.com's The Crossover about the planes, trains, and automobiles that often begin a D-League player's wild stint on a 10-day NBA contract. It's pretty crazy some of the quixotic itineraries some of these guys have to do just to join their team, let alone all the pressures that they face in just a week and a half trying to prove themselves at the NBA level. So, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. At the conclusion of today's episode, please subscribe to the Phonetic feed on iTunes and on SoundCloud, and if you can leave an iTunes review, that would be great. Hope you enjoy. The white BMW X3 raced up I-95, blaring Jadakus and revving at 110 miles per hour. The clock in the luxury crossover's center console was ticking. The Minnesota Timberwolves and the New York Knicks tipped in less than two hours at Madison Square Garden. Roughly 75 minutes earlier, Sean Kilpatrick smiled for the Delaware 87ers' 2014-15 team picture. The camera's flash still stung his eyes when head coach Kevin Young broke the news. Minnesota had called Kilpatrick up from the D-League for a 10-day contract, requiring the Cincinnati product to reach the Big Apple by game time. Without Kilpatrick, the Wolves would have failed to dress the league-mandated minimum of eight players in uniform. The pressures that consume a 10-day NBA contract are well-documented, but the stresses of the week-and-a-half audition begin immediately after the initial call. Players like Kilpatrick must frequently convene with their new team amidst a road trip, and journeying to an NBA arena from small city Delaware or Seattle Falls, South Dakota can induce quixotic itineraries. Oftentimes, proximity and the simpler travel logistics determine which player a team even signs for a 10-day trial. His dream in hand, Kilpatrick instantly hurried back to his team-provided housing inside Newark's Valley Stream apartment complex. Jordan McRae, current Cavaliers guard, and Kilpatrick's Delaware roommate for two years, instinctively grabbed a duffel bag out of the closet and tossed it onto Kilpatrick's bed best friends haphazardly began stuffing 10 days of clothing and a lifetime of hoop dreams. Kilpatrick's mind raced as fast as his wheels on I-95 that March 19th afternoon. Yeah, so I mean, I had a little giddy-up on the, on, the, on the highway. That's Kilpatrick, now the starting shooting guard for the Brooklyn Nets. If well, I get pulled over by the cops, I'm going to tell them the reason why. So hopefully um, they would have let me go without no, um, without no problem. He sped north unscathed, likely covering the 134 miles between the Bob Carpenter Center and the Garden in record time. Traffic only slowed Kilpatrick once he reached Times Square. When he finally arrived at Pennsylvania Plaza, Kilpatrick literally parked his car on 31st Street, tossed his keys to an MSG security guard, and bolted for the Wolves' locker room. When I was just parking my car and just walking in the locker room, They was actually warming up. And then when I got outside into the arena, um, I just jumped right into the layup line. Kevin Garnett growled preparatory advice. Kevin Martin whispered, just play your game, in Kilpatrick's ear. He would play 10 minutes that evening, attempting one field goal and grabbing a rebound. One year later, Scott Nichols's phone vibrated with a text message simply reading, Where's James? The New Orleans Pelicans had seven players ruled out for the remainder of the 2015-16 season due to injury, and needed Nichols' client, James Ennis, in San Antonio for a date with the Spurs the following night. That March 29th evening, Ennis was settling into bed at a Sioux Falls hotel when he received the fateful call. He had just scored 21 points in the Iowa Energy's D-League road loss to the Sky Force, but the Pelicans purchased a seat on a 6.07 a.m. flight connecting through Denver. Oversleeping or an unfortuitous flight delay would have quelled Ennis' 10-day contract altogether. His NBA redemption, having fizzled out with the Miami Heat organization, hung in the balance. He landed in the Alamo around 4 p.m. that afternoon carrying a bag packed only for the Energy's one-game visit to South Dakota. Ennis's family, also residing in Des Moines, overnighted a box of clothing to New Orleans, where the Pelicans would face the Denver Nuggets one day later. He enjoyed his new team at the at and Center and improbably posted 13 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists. Sometimes geographical luck strikes, in January 2015, when the Knicks called Langston Galloway up from their D-League affiliate in Westchester, New York, a cushy drive in a comp black car and a relaxing business class Acela train to DC delivered him to the basketball promised land. Tim Frazier, however, spent his private ride in turmoil. The Philadelphia 76ers were in dire need of a point guard one month after the Knicks scooped Galloway the injury bug devouring the team's employed ball handlers. With Frazier starring just two hours north of Boston for the Celtics D-League affiliate Maine Red Claws in Portland, he was a natural fit to join the Sixers for their visit to TD Garden on February 6th. Frazier answered Philly's call the night before, and learned of his private, luxury sedan scheduled for the following morning. He drove over to the Red Claws quarters inside the Portland Exposition building, only to find the facility's locked doors wouldn't budge. Frazier's sneaker collection remained barred, as every Red Claws employee with key access had already migrated south to attend Frazier's NBA debut. Having spent training camp with Boston that season, Frazier remembered he and Celtics guard Avery Bradley wore the same sized shoes, so he borrowed a pair from his ex-teammate, playing his first NBA regular season minutes in red, gray, and black Adidas the Kobe's. Originally released in 2000, back when Frazier was in middle school, the Kobe's are constructed like cinder blocks, designed to look like the Audi TT Roadster. They're clunky the antithesis of the Flywire lightweight technology that has swept across the basketball shoe game. Yeah, they were heavy, but they were Kobe, so it was all good. That's Frazier. And bulky sneakers be damned? He dished 11 assists to just two turnovers in 35 minutes off the bench. Signing a 10-day contract can be the start of realizing your NBA dream. Kilpatrick, Ennis, and Frazier all signed multi year contracts this offseason. Shit, so you gotta, uh, but anything, you'll do anything bus, train, anyway to go out there and showcase your talents enough yeah. you know, you to make it to the NBA, because that's your ultimate destination. But can you stomach the turbulent ride? Quitting about the old days.